Trending with Jen and Omar. Hey guys, welcome hey. back. What's going on, babe? <laughs> How are you doing? Oh, you know. Yeah? Living. Living? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess today we'll get right into it. Yeah. Let's get Let's right just into dive it. on in. Uh, we'll talk about why I'm fat. <laughs> right? Yeah, like we've talked a little bit about what got me into, you know, got me to the point of the surgery, but we really haven't gotten into your... My backstory? Your origin story. Oh, my origin story. Yeah. I'm like let's, Superman. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like fat Superman. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I guess it all started <laughs> way, way back. Uh, literally to the day I was born. <laughs> the year was 1985. <laughs> the day, August 5th. <laughs> the time. I think it was like 930. <laughs> um, yeah, I was born fat. Ten and a half pounds of Omar. Just destroying my mother's body. Basically, you showed up a toddler. I was a grown ass man. Yeah, <laughs> you were like, um, so I have an interview in the morning. Right, I was twenty two inches long. <laughs> so I was twenty two inches long, yeah. ten and a half pounds. You were a giant. I told someone that the other day, and they were like, "What the fuck?" And she's a mother. So she's yeah. like, "Oh, uh. like her." <laughs> Her uterus immediately hurt. She was like, oh, "Yeah, fuck. I feel like that's every woman's reaction. Yeah. Even if even if we haven't had a kid, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You immediately hold your uterus, and are just in, like in pain. How? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope you tell your mother you love her every day. In for my what own, she's done. In my own way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in my own way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was born ten and a half pounds, and we were poor, and. Mama couldn't keep a man. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, mama got rid of men. Right. Because she didn't. She don't play that bullshit. No, she's not trying to. No, she's not putting up with her crap. Coco, her street name is, she hates it when we call her. Oh, my God. Her street name is Coco. But it's so magical. Uh, Coco don't play that shit. No, she does like, not. I've seen Coco beat the shit out of motherfuckers. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, she's, you know, she beats the shit out of people for God now. Now, that's the best she's part like, I was going to say is that she's like this sweet old church lady. Yeah. Now. 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 <laughs> now. Oh, my God. We need to have now. like a whole separate episode that's Coco's origin story. Oh, my God. We need to have Coco on the show. Oh, my God. That'd yeah. be amazing. I'd, be, I'd have to SAP the whole thing. <laughs> Um, this uh, this episode is brought to you in SAP. We're, we're available. <laughs> a very special, um, a very special episode. Um, but yeah, so she was, you know, like my, my well, my dad ran off because right. he's a piece of shit. It uh, happens. And then my brother and sister's dad, she kicked out because he was a piece of shit. Yeah, also. Happens. Um, yeah, you know, it happened. Um, so she was raising us alone, and it was me, and then my brother and sister are twins. Yeah, uh, that's a lot of kids. Yeah, that's a lot of kid. And then, and then my brother was born like nine pounds. That's a different story. Yeah. Um, so, but she had to work. She'd do all the work. And she had, I think, two or three jobs or something. You know, the typical poor, yeah. non-white person. When she always has like <laughs> her side hustles and right, like right, right, trying right. to make ends meet. Always. Um, still to this day. Yeah. Uh, so, but she had to work, uh, which meant like I was babysitter once sure. I was old enough, which was like. Six. I was going to say, you were always <laughs> technically tall enough to ride that ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just not legally old enough. But it was also the, the 
80s and 90s. So oh, no sure. one gave a fuck. No, latchkey kids uh, all day. Yeah, now you do federal crime if you leave a six year old alone. I was babysitting with two other, kids. other people's kids when I was eight years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was now, babysitting my baby cousins. Yeah, back then it was yeah. just like, as long as, whatever. Getting myself off to school. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. she's fine. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah. Um, and you were alone. You were a single kid. Yeah, yeah. Only so, child, single mom. But, I was, you know, it was, it was that whole thing. And then, so it was like, what's quick and cheap and dirty? So it was right. just a lot of like. Well, you're on a budget. Not great food. She would right. make, I mean, McDonald's was still a treat. Oh, So it wasn't like yeah. we were doing McDonald's every day because that cost extra money. That costs money. money. Yeah. It's cheaper to make your own shit. But it was like, whatever is quick because yeah. I need to go to sleep and go to work. Uh but then also, my mom had this weird thing of, like, feeding us dinner the second we got home from school. Jesus. Which was, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. When other kids were having, like, a milk, snack. milk and cookies. Yeah, you go home, you normal kid. This is I didn't learn this until I was in my, you know, 20s or something. Normal <laughs> kids go home and eat a snack. Yeah. And, but not big enough to ruin dinner. And then have dinner around 6. Right. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. Um. So, it was... You know, it was breakfast, lunch at school, three hours later, it was dinner. Like a full-blown dinner. That's intense. Um, but then I was hungry again. Well, of course, especially because you're growing. So you would have been hungry a lot anyway. Anyway. But then but, I was hungry again yeah. when I should have been going to sleep yeah. at around 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. Yeah. I was starving again because I ate five hours ago. Jeez. Uh so I would, my mom, when my mom was in another room, I would sneak into the kitchen and stuff my face really quickly. And that's probably why I have a, 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 an iron stomach now. Yeah. Because my stomach, as a young kid, got used to me beating the shit out of yeah. it. Yeah. Like you were like straight up binging at a yeah. very young age. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like a whole leg of chicken in one. Oh, like, God. Put the bone in, it comes out clean. It's like a cartoon. And swallowing that without almost almost without chewing. Yeah, he's it not was, joking. Yeah. This is an actual real life thing yeah. that he does yeah. that is like both but I was doing that and terrifying. Young. Yeah. I started young. Yeah. So that's why I feel like my stomach now it, like you you you're always amazed about what I can put in my stomach and oh my I God. don't get sick. Uh but you know, I think it's it started because because of that, but so it was that. It was I was eating. I was having second dinner right. a lot, <laughs> almost every day. Um, so it led to fluffier Omar. Yeah, Omar was born fluffy, but then it led to fluffier Omar. Right. And this is also bully, like and bullied Omar. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's it has to like give you some weird feelings, even if you don't realize it at the time or even until much later. Like weird feelings about the food because yeah. it's not like a structured like this is an okay thing I'm doing. It right. like made it be weird. Yeah. It makes it weird yeah. that like, Oh, I have to like sneak and right. like, I'm going to get in trouble, but it's also totally normal but that I'm you would be starving. hungry. Yeah. You know? And then it's not like, Oh, I'm hungry and I need options. Like, it's not like you had right. a healthy option at that point. It's right. like, what can I get away with? Well, there's always leftover quickly. because Coco would make enough for like this army day or yeah. Yeah, well, she just always cooks like that. She makes enough yeah. for like a banquet. Yeah, Italian <laughs> family is the same thing. Right. So, yeah. so there was always a, or food, more food. Usually, it was just rice. Yeah. So I would go. I was going into the kitchen and just stuffing spoonfuls Carbs. of rice in my into my mouth. Right. But I'm not talking about the regular tablespoonfuls. I'm talking about the cooking spoon. This, oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the the big like the serving spoon. The serving spoon. 
couple of those, oh. maybe a few of those into my mouth. My stomach hurts just thinking yeah, about yeah, that yeah. right now. Yeah, and that <laughs> was all through my teenage years, all through until I moved out. Yeah. That was, it happened, that was almost every time. Uh, so it was just carbs. Right. Now that we, not, now we know carbs are terrible. But back yeah, then yeah. it was just like, <laughs> we're Puerto Rican, we eat rice, that's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, is that is this a vegetable? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I keep hearing about these yeah, vegetables, yeah, yeah. but yeah, well, beans, right? Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> beans, yeah, yeah. Beans are totally a vegetable. Yeah, close enough. Um, but so that's what I was doing, and you know, that's not healthy. <laughs> it turns out. <laughs> turns out. <laughs> several doctors have told me. I thought they were all talking bullshit. <laughs> uh, that is not healthy, and it turns out they were right. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, they might be onto something. Yeah. So it was that, and then it, so that is. That led to the shame eating, which is what I call it. Yeah. Um, so I used to also do that in public. Now, I've told you about this. Yeah. I've done this even very recently, still to this day, before surgery, of course. Uh, even when we work at a, you know at work where they have food. Right. And I'll eat some while people are around. Oh, right. And then when they go away, I'm like, oh, I'm still hungry. I'll grab more and then scurry into the bathroom. Oh. It's and, just the saddest thing. And devour it and then have pain because right. I ate way too, too much, much, too fast. Um, and then regret it, but never learn. Right. You know, it was always like, oh, this was a huge mistake. And then it was just like, tomorrow, doing that again. Like, you yeah, know, like, oh, yeah. you know, especially free food, the poor kid thing. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, absolutely. It's, it's, it's the poor kid thing where it's just like, you're just giving me food? Yeah. I need to, like, a bear, stockpile it yep. <laughs> and hibernate it. Just get it in there because yeah. I don't know when it's going to happen again. I was way worse with that when when I first started working in production, working on TV shows where we right. have craft services. Yeah. And when I first started doing those jobs, you know, it was like I just finished college. Right. It was the, I was in my 20s. I didn't have any money. I wasn't making very much money. Right. You know, rent here is so expensive. So when I was on set and they were feeding us, oh my god, it was like feast or famine. Yeah, like there's food here and I need to eat this now, you know. Yeah. And there's like also, you know, like my my nana who it was like my mom and my nana were like the two women that, as you can relate, right. like are responsible mostly for raising me. Yeah, and I just remember my nana who lived through the Great Depression, being like, "You're gonna if you don't finish that, you're gonna wish you had it later." Oh yeah. Which is a very dangerous thing to have in your head, right. you know, when you're trying to be healthy and eat responsible portions, because that, that's and if yeah. you didn't and you were hungry later, it's like yeah. it reinforces that. It's like oh, she was right. right. I should have gorged myself on pasta that I didn't want. Well, and even you're better at it now. I mean, I'm talking pre like right before surgery. Yeah. Even you were better at it than I was because he was like I would eat. We would go out yeah. and I would eat my meal, and then you would have leftover. Yeah, and that caused me things that like so much anxiety. I was right. just like staring at your plate and I was like, she's not going to, she's just going to throw that away. Yeah. And even full, I would lie to you and be like, no, no, I'm still hungry. Yep. You're like, don't eat it if you're not hungry. I was like, oh, I'm still hungry. And then uh-huh. eat it. You're like, I still have room. And no, feel terrible. <laughs> yeah. But I just, I'd rather get it in. Right. Than to have it thrown away. Right. And for me, that was like a hard won skill. Like yeah. it took me a very long time to kind of deprogram yeah. from those weird feelings, especially when you go out to eat. And it was like going out to a restaurant was always something special. Mm-hmm. And if you ordered it, you better finish it. Right. Oh, my God. 
you know, and, and not like, not like my mom was like mean about it, but it was like the guilt of like, I knew what we could and couldn't afford. And I would feel guilty. But also here's what pisses me off. It's like, did our parents not know about fucking doggy bags? Well, (laughs) well here, and here's what I was going to say. Take it with you. But here's a, here's what I was going to say, because that is something that like, you know, my mom would be like, stop if you're full, stop eating if you're full. Sure. Because she's, 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 she's a nurse. nurse. Yeah. So she did. But th- I'm saying this is totally like my own weird thing. Sure. Because she would suggest that. But in my brain, it was like, it's not going to be as good. The next day. It's not going to be microwave. as good. Right. I'm not going to want it. It's going to be gross later. Yeah. So it's Especially that, when you nuke it and it's all soggy now. Yeah, it's so nasty. And like this, and, it, and to me, it defeated the purpose of like this special treat of going somewhere. Right. Like we d- we're doing this thing. This is a special thing we're doing. And now I'm going to squander it. Right. By taking it home? By taking the rest of this home. And it's either going to get wasted because I won't eat it. No. You know, or I'll heat it up and it'll be disappointing. And then it, it, it was almost like that kind of like erased the joy of the going out part. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I can see that. It's, it's a weird thing. And I'm very glad that I got over it. But it took me a long time. And it's not something that I was even really cognizant of until probably my late teens, early twenties where I was like, Oh, this is kind of weird. Like this This is is weird. I'm being weird. My friends don't do this, you know? And for a long time, I just chalked that up to them being like, some of them are rich kids. And it's like, well, yeah, they're like, of course they have no problem like wasting food and whatever. There's also this skinny kid bullshit. Yeah. 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 Well, and they were all like, you can't finish it. Little bitch. (laughs) They couldn't because they they were teeny. They were normal. You know, (laughs) they had normal stomachs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was, you know, doggy bags weren't a thing. You just finished it. Yeah. Um, or you didn't. Or you didn't. And that's a waste. And it was always like that, uh, you know, there's kids in Africa. Oh, my God. Who yeah. Who wish. Yeah. They could have this food. And you're just like, fuck. Right. Well, what kind of monster am I? Right. Right. That's fucked up. I know. It's weird. It's These so are like the weird up. things that kids internalize, too, where... Someone probably said it once offhand. One time. And we absorbed it like these little neurotic sponges that were like, I'm ruining the planet because I didn't finish the rice. And probably took it out of context, too, because it was probably the time we probably heard it was when we were being fucking brats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not wanting to eat what our mothers gave us. Yep. Absolutely. And then they were like, hey, there's fucking kids who wish they had this Yeah, that wish they had this. And then you now in your fucked up head. Yeah. That's all the time. Right. <laughs> Which is, makes no goddamn sense. Which makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> but, you know, we're kids. Kids are we don't weird. Know. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I, so I, like I said, I would run into the bathroom, eat, feel terrible, and then go to my office and sit down and try not to throw up. Ugh. Um, but they did a lot. Yeah. Up until, up until surgery. Like, right. uh, you know. Um, but so, I don't know. It's, so the reason I guess I, did this surgery is because I tried so many things. I right. feel like people think that this is always just an eating disorder disorder right. and laziness. Right. Which is like, for me, half true. Yeah. There's definitely some kind of eating disorder happening yeah. in my brain. But the lazy part, go fuck yourself. Right. You know? Like I, you have no idea. I've had a job since <laughs> I was 12. Yeah. Um, like you don't talk to me about work ethic up at five thirty in the morning yeah. on a Saturday like and what kid su- does that and Sunday of your own volition. That's the funniest part. Get up, walk to work 
at a grocery store where I would pack bags yeah. till they closed at 9 p.m. So I was, I was working 13, 14-hour shifts since I was 12. Yeah. You know? Uh, so go fuck yourself with the laziness. Yeah. The working out, not working out, sure, but I wasn't lazy. Right. Um, a big component of that, too, that people don't understand or think about is that at a certain point, depending on what your body looks like, the gym becomes like this hellscape of like... Oh, eyes. People are just oh. staring and making comments. People are awful. They're fucking terrible people. Yeah. 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 Well, now, you know, when I was a kid, that was true. But now someone looks at me <laughs> like that and... Yeah. You know. You've I'm, got big eye advantage. Like I said, like you said before in another episode, the, the mom face. Oh, yeah. One look. Uh, <laughs> one look and it's one over. Look. Yeah, and I, I, one look look at me like that again, and I'm throwing a dumbbell at you. Yeah. <laughs> but imagine, like, you know, you got to think about 14-year-old you. Oh, God. Who hadn't sprouted upwards yet. Bully. Well, I was bullied. Yeah. A lot. Um, by shitty, shitty kids. Yeah. And that's just kids, you know. Right. They're going to find something ab- about most people. Most people. To be a dick Well, here's a, here's a funny story. Um, I always tell people that... The reason I have such a huge ego, me? No, get out of here. Yeah. No. The reason I have such a huge ego is because when I was bullied, people would always be like, oh, you fat motherfucker this, you fat motherfucker that, yeah. yada, yada, yada. And then they would turn around to another kid and be like, yo, you ugly, son. Yeah. I hate you, you ugly. <laughs> and then one day I was like, they never tell me I'm ugly. Uh-huh. And then... I was, and then one day I was, I was just like, I'm fat, but I'm cute though. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, it was just like, you can't tell me nothing. Like that was the one day, and I was just no like, stopping you at that I point. look good. I'm gonna fuck. I'm fat. <laughs> I'm fat, but I look goddamn good. Um, so then, and then that didn't. I don't think that helped because then I didn't do anything about the fat part. Right. Because <laughs> I was like, every day it was like, I look good. I look good. But I found some personal confidence which is good yeah um but then didn't see everything else right so i kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger but in the mirror only looking at my face (laughs) yeah you know yeah never looking down because that's bad news (laughs) it's like let's just we're just gonna just pretend that 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 part's not there Keep it above the neck. Make sure my shape up is fresh. Right, right, right. You know, make sure I got the <laughs> ill haircut. Make sure I pop that pimple and cover it. Got some you know? cute, cute glasses. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah. So, but, you know, I, I've tried a million things. I've even tried going on TV Yeah. about it. Right. Um, <laughs> several times I came very close to being on The Biggest Loser. And I am so... So glad that that did not go through. I'm so glad it didn't go through. Yeah. Uh, the first time, I forget. It was just like I didn't make it through the first like round or something. The second time, I almost like I made it to like right before being on TV. Right. You were in like the the last cutoff. That I was the one of the final groups they were choosing from, and the only reason I didn't do it is because it was a couples one. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't have anyone who would do it with me. Right. You know, I feel like I was going to ask my mom, but she was like too old and they were worried about like health shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she didn't want to do it. She was super self-conscious about her English. Right. And, you know, it's American TV. Um, 
Yeah. So they probably would have been like, uh, also. Or, or they would have made a, a gross spectacle out of it, just like they do everything about that sure. show. Yeah. So it was, so I made it, so I, I was, I remember the auditions were in Boston. Yeah. This is even before I met you. Right. Um, and I was just like, fuck Boston. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was the first time I went up there. Oh no. And I was like, ugh, ugh, what is this? Ugh, this town is gross. It's delightful. I hate it. Uh, he loves it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, the town is nice. Yeah, the sports. I suck. know. I know. Um, <laughs> uh, but so I, I did that, and then that didn't work out. Thank God. So then I, I, you know, I've tried everything. At one point, I lost uh, eighty pounds on my own, but it was like intense. Yeah, it was one of those diets that don't work. Well, fad diets and crash diets are never well, a good idea. Once you have not sustainable. Once you say I can have a cheat day, after you've had four months of no cheat days. Yeah. That's why they, they tell you it's important have a cheat day once a week. Yeah. Because and it's know. also important for your metabolism. So not just for the mental part of it, but it actually right. helps your metabolism keep going. But this is one of those like, I was on. I bought a George Foreman grill. Turkey burgers and, oh no, yeah, turkey burgers and chicken breast is like all I had. Just protein. And Yikes. I lost like 80 pounds. I mean, it'll work. And I cut out, <laughs> but I cut out alcohol yeah. and the whole thing. And then I think I had a, a snack or some kind of snack three or four months into it. And it just derailed. Oh my God. Right off the tracks. Yep. That's all it right takes. Right off the tracks. I don't think I ever saw that forming a grill again. I don't know where it is. <laughs> I just imagine you burning it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just threw it out the window. It's like, it's the city's problem now. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, you know, but, you know, getting back to the to the ego, I, <laughs> I thought, you know, well enough about myself. Which is a good thing that I even went on national television and tried to date. Yes. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I did. I went on, what is the name of the TV? I can't remember the name of the show. It was like. It was, it was, the show was a reality show that was basically sex in the city if all the girls were big girls. Right. And reality version. That's what I'm saying. The yeah. reality show version of sex in the city with only big girls. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I, went, I went on it only because, like, a friend of mine was working on it. She sure. was, like, the coordinator or something. And she was like, do you want to do this? You're fat. No, she didn't say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she was like, do you want to do this? And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. And I went on, and this didn't help my ego either because they were like, I got, like, it, so the thing was I went to a mixer. They, they The girls decided that they were, like, done being single, and they're like, I want to. We want to throw a mixer and invite a bunch of dudes. Right. So that's the only reason I went. They were like, free booze. And I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll I'm hang in. out. <laughs> Why not? I'm in. Uh, got there. The free booze was like shitty wine. Mm-hmm. And there was no food. So, I was so like, you were wine drunk in 30 seconds. No, I didn't drink wine. <laughs> oh, my God. That's right. So I was just like, uh, like oh, water. Or, and then they had like some shitty beer. So I was like, I guess I have, I'm having this shitty beer. Yeah. And... I think I got like two of the showgirls' phone numbers. Yeah. But then because it's reality TV, one they 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 thought I was a better match for one of the other girls, even though one of the girls was like my height. Yeah. They were like, no, no, not her. It's like really? Yeah. Because that's yeah. adorable. Yeah, exactly. Uh, two six foot eight people going on a date. That's I think good, is adorable. That's just good TV. I mean, come um, on. 
So they, they, they paired me up with one of the shorter girls uh, who had no interest in me. Right. <laughs> None. That's a great plan. None. But they were like, you know, you guys would be perfect. So we went on a date. And I remember because I was always like this, like, I was a Bud Light guy. Yeah. Because I didn't like alcohol at all. Right. And they were like, you guys are going to go to a brewery. And I was like, oh. <laughs> this brewery on, in, in Chelsea. I was like, oh, okay. And my friend Chris always made fun of me because I would only ever drink Bud Light. Yeah. He's like, try this new beer. And I was like, no, that's gross. Oh, my God. Ew, I don't want it. And then I went on I went on this day and I had, I was like, this beer is actually delicious. And I actually got drunk. And <laughs> I was like. It's like, yeah, guess what? Real beer is much stronger than Bud much Light. Much stronger. But also <laughs> then I realized, I was like, I am not into this girl at all. Right. So I'm just going to get drunk. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like train wreck episode. Oh, my God. And lo- but luckily I sobered up quick enough because then. I hopped into my 1994 Cadillac DeVille. Oh, boy. You remember? Oh, I wish you saw that thing. It was so beautiful. Ugh. But then the girl was like, can I get a ride to the train? I was like, yeah, whatever. And like, I made it like, it was like tuck and roll situation once we got yeah, to the yeah. train. Yeah, I'm going to slow down. And I never heard from her again. <laughs> and like, I got a number and I was just like, yeah, we'll text. And then I was just like, nah, mm-hmm. I'm good. But like. That was my ego. I was like, I, yeah. I go on TV and yeah, date. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, Why yeah. not? But the, and then they, they never ate our date because I feel like they felt how awkward it was. Well, there was probably no chemistry. No, had, there was you none. You had no interest in each other. No. That's she, hilarious. She didn't give a fuck about me. No. I didn't give a fuck about her. It was basically I was like, like, this beer is delicious. It was like a science experiment of like, let's take these two fat people. Right. And But there were other them. big girls on the show. Yeah. Who were like, some of them actually showed some interest in me. And they were like, nah, nah. You guys fucked up. Yeah. I could have been a store. I know. A store. A store. God damn it. Um, I feel like we derailed a lot. Um, but so back to the Omar origin story. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just the, the, the shame in eating and just kind of uh, not wanting to do it in front of anyone. Mm-hmm. That's what led, that's what happened next. It was like, then I didn't want to eat anything in front of anyone. Yeah. I was just embarrassed always because then it was in my head. It was like, they're thinking, look at that fat motherfucker. Right. Look how he's eating. He's gross. How much is he going to eat? And that just fucked me up. Yeah. Did that ever? I mean. Did you uh, ever go through that? When I was younger, I did. You know, like I said, like, I mean, part of it is that I'm seven years older than you. Yeah. Um, So there are things that. I had to deal with earlier and also being a teenage girl, there are things that girls I feel like are forced to deal with in a different part of their lives than guys. Yeah. You know? So I feel like I got through most of that kind of feeling in my like teens and twenties of, you know, feeling any kind of weirdness about eating in front of people or, I mean, I, I feel like in my, 20s, I advanced rapidly to the I don't give a fuck. Oh, that that must be nice. It was delightful because it got to the point where I'm like, if I go on a date with anyone, mm-hmm. I'm going to eat what I want to eat mm-hmm. or not eat if I don't want to. But I'm not going to do anything based on what other people think or based on other people looking at me. Sure. You know, and like the last weird thing that I had to let go of was I and this is, of course, a problem that I would have to deal with on a regular basis. I always hated being the only one eating so especially if i was out with friends 
being the only person to have food. And the reason why this would come up a lot, as you know, I'm a very slow eater. So it's not that I would get food before people and be eating. If I got food before them, I would wait. Right. But I'm such a slow eater that everyone else would be finished. And I was friends with all these skinny people that were like vacuum cleaners. Like they would inhale their food in 30 seconds. And now I have my food, a very reasonable portion of food. Yeah. But then I would feel weird because I was the only one with a plate left at the table. Right. You know, which is like shout out to high end restaurants that know that you're supposed to leave the plates at the table right. until everyone is done. <laughs> so you don't do that to people. It's a big thing for you. It is. I, I, you know, but I, I let go of that. Yeah. You know, that's good. Eventually. That's good. But I, I in, in buffet situations mm-hmm. and bu- cater situations, I could never be the first one up. Right. Oh, my God. Right. Because, of course, the fat guy is the first one up flying out of his seat yeah. to go get a plate and get some food. Yeah. Oh. That's the worst. Like, I recently also then let that go because I feel the other day I was at work and they're like, lunch is ready. And I was like, I'm fucking hungry. I'm getting up. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like what helps with that is because I can't eat too much, mm-hmm. I'm putting less on my plate. And but now in my head it's just like the look of like who's like the thoughts of people being like who is he kidding, right? Because they, they don't, don't know, know. Mm-hmm. right? Well, my coworkers now know because yeah. I'm pretty open. I mean, we have yeah, a show yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. Um. So people ask me, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Um. So they know. Um. Uh, but. But it helps, not, like only putting a small amount on. Mm-hmm. But then also the thoughts of like, who are you? Who are you kidding, fat boy? Yeah, you'll be back up in two seconds. Right, you're gonna destroy that. It's like actually, this is this is gonna take me half an hour. Right, this is probably more than I can finish. This, this chicken breast is gonna take me <laughs> half an hour, and I still and then I need a doggy bag. Yeah, it, it's just I feel like what what I mean what I mean what held me back so much is what people thought about me. Yeah, worried and about the outside perspective. And then I'm so glad I got to a point finally where, sh- I mean, not completely, because who am I kidding? Yeah. I still worry. I'm, I'm an actor. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and a person in the industry. Sure. Of course I care about what people think about me. Yeah. Um, well, you're human. You know, that's, that's another thing that it's like, there are things that are specific to our situation, but right. then there are things about it that are universal. Right. You yeah. know, like everyone has those insecurities to some degree. You know, for varying reasons. It's just that our reasons might be a little bit different. A little different, right? But like, but but then I stopped caring. Mm-hmm. Um, once I saw, and it was, a lot of it, I feel like I have to do with social media. Once I saw that there were other big people out there, yeah, who were just so fucking confident mm-hmm. and so beautiful and right. just like not giving a fuck. Yeah, representation. I was matters. It's it's matters so much, and but that I saw that and like. People like Tess Holiday mm-hmm. and, you know, just like other big dudes who are out there just like fucking rocking it. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. I don't need to be ashamed of anything. Right. And so I kind of like to wrap this episode up. Now I'm at the point where it's we go to the beach oh, yeah. and I'm basically in there out there with like a banana hammock on. Like, <laughs> You know, well, and like when I first met you and we went to the beach, I remember having to talk you into yeah. taking off like a at shirt? the very least a tank top. Yeah. But usually a T-shirt. And I had already gotten to the point in my life where I realized a couple of years before that, 
that bikinis are comfortable yeah. and I'm going to wear them. Right. And I don't care if I'm a size 12 or 18 or 20. I'm wearing them because they're comfortable yeah. and I like them and I think I look good. I and, know I look good. And a lot of that has to do also do with like being with you and you helping me with that. Yeah. And being like, my lady likes what I look like. Yeah. And for me, fuck I'm like, what y'all think about what I look like. Like, I think you look good and I want you to be comfortable. Right. Why are you, you're not comfortable in a wet t-shirt. No, God, no. On no a one 90 is. something degree day. Like, take it off. No one is. No one take is. Take it off. Look so, around you. We're surrounded by people. You know, like. But then the best part is like, I feel like when I do that on the beach, I get to be that person. Yeah. Who hopefully inspires other fatties to do it too. Because like, I'm, we're walking down the boardwalk. And I'm just in shorts and flip-flops, fuck a shirt. The shirt's hanging over my, either, either my shoulder or I put it in a bag or yeah. it's in the car. And I'm just walking down the boardwalk, me and you, hand in hand. You're wearing your two-piece. Yep. And you get, we get other fat people being like, looking at you like, that. It's like we're, that's, that's cool. We, we can do that now? We, <laughs> Are yeah. we, oh, we oh, do oh that. okay. It's and then, no, and then, no shirt time, and I like guess. The snow, the slow, like, yes, nod. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. You could do that. Um, you know, and then even in proposition on the beach. Yes. I think we talked about <laughs> We talked that. about yeah, that, yeah. but it's just like, you know, that's, I feel like we can help people. Right. With just being ourselves, which yeah. is why we started this. Yeah. Um, but just. I mean, it's, it's. It's weird because it's like, I think the hardest thing and mentally the hardest thing for me was it's, it's almost like it feels like you're in opposition with yourself when like you do feel that confidence and you do get to that place of being at peace with your body and being happy in your body and then have external factors kind of come into play or age or whatever and have to change anyway. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, Really? Like I, that's what I, I fought so hard to get to this place mentally to be comfortable and be happy and just be living my life and not being preoccupied all the time about what my body looks like or what people think about it. Right. And then to then in the very next breath, almost be in a situation where it's like, oh no, I have to actually not have this body anymore. And it's not well. It's not up to me, really. Like it's not about whether or not I like it. It's not right. about whether or not I am happy or comfortable it's mentally. Yeah. You know, it's about other factors of like, you know, with me, it's like the knee situation, sure. and whatever. And so far, the weight I've already lost is improving that. So yeah. it's it's validating that I'm getting the results that I hoped I would get, right. and that hopefully it'll continue to help me long term, physically. You know? Yeah. But it's hard when you get to that place mentally and then you're like, oh, I have to worry about these other factors. Yeah, oh, you yeah. know, it's like your body is under this stress and you're faced with different, you know, different issues than me. Right. For why you would be in a position to be like, yeah, take half my stomach out. Well, yeah, because you had the knee and I had that blood pressure and it was both yeah. severe reasons. It wasn't Yeah. like we were just like, I don't like how I look. Right, because no. it can't be that. Like, that's one of my biggest pet peeves about the misconceptions people have about why you go into this and why you even consider this. It's like, you see it in the groups all the time, people talking about, um, my family doesn't think I'm fat enough to, to warrant the surgery. That's they bullshit. think I'm just doing it for vanity. And it's like, 
if you knew what goes into this process, you would know how asinine that is. That's such bullshit. Like, no one does this as a vanity project. Right. You can't tell me, you know, like, I defy you to bring me one person that did this out of vanity. The lap band, maybe, but not this not one. The, yeah, <laughs> not exactly. This one. The lap band, not which doctors, one. like, don't even want to do anymore. Right, because it's like... They slip and they cause s- complications. Yeah, yeah. and You can go in and get it, like, opened up. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. Um, but I feel like the moral of this episode is love yourself. Yes. Fuck the haters. Yes. Right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. However you look, you look fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we love you. We do. And I love you. I love you. Oh. Oh, look at his face. All right. Uh, so thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, and till the next one. Yay. Bye. Bye.